If you're anything like me, there are a few breakups in music that you're still not over. Mine are the Fat Boys, the Fugees, and Celine Neon. So it's a good thing that Maggie Kubli's creative energy is not limited by being a part of that iconic Chicago duo. Her new EP is called Come Over, and it showcases her powerful outer voice, as well as the inner voice that drives her to create such dynamic music. Maggie Kubli, welcome to Vocalo. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Yay, I'm excited <laughs> to see you. Uh, when Celine Neon announced uh, that you were disbanding, it was a bummer heard around the city. People were <laughs> sad. But uh, I, I think uh, people also would like to know uh, that you two are doing okay and that that was the best decision for both you and Emily. Yeah, everyone's anxieties can be totally quelled right now. We are still very much best friends. I actually work with her now, but just on her business, uh, which is Cakes. That's amazing. Yeah, it's That's, great. Yeah. And so this now gives you the opportunity to return to your your solo work. Yeah. Uh, is this kind of an extension of that Selenian work? Is it a return to form for you as a solo artist? Yeah, it's kind of more of a return to form, though I will say, you know, it's a really cool place because I learned so much in Celine Neon, just about kind of like, you know, just more about the business and how to be uh, an artist and promote yourself and advocate for yourself mm-hmm. and um, taking all of that kind of stuff and putting it back into my solo work has been really fun. And it's a, I can tell on this album that you are having a good time, uh, despite the kind of F you to a lot of these F boys. <laughs> in this True. <laughs> True. Uh, who are these guys that you're writing about? Do I have to fight somebody for I you? mean, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. These songs were written um, during a time in my life that... Um, Like, a lot of things were happening, you know? I was, like, getting sober. I was dating and also not dating a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. meeting a lot of people that, you know, I really wanted to have romantic relationships with and couldn't. Um, I had a friend who passed away. And so... Like, you don't need to fight anyone. I have. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can find someone, like, if we want to make this happen. She's got a lot of pent-up energy. Yeah, I'll do literally anything for you, so if we want to. But, yeah, I feel it's it's interesting because I'm releasing these songs now, and I feel really at peace with the whole situation. Um, but, yeah, it's being single and dating. That's it's tough. It sounds tough. It's I haven't tough. been on the, on the yeah. scene in a long time. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't been single in a couple years, but at the time... You know, I, but I, you know, I think, it, you know, I still experience times of loneliness and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, being being lonely, being lonely is tough. And I think a lot of the loneliness, too, that I still experience is kind of the loneliness that you have when you are a sober person. You kind of feel like kind of isolated. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. you know, like I, I'm like five years in at this point and I, I feel Congrats. really good. Thank you. Yeah. And I feel really positive. But there are definitely still times where I'll be at parties or I'll be at social events and be like, I, this would be so much easier if like I were high right now. Is this space, this clear headed, sober space that you are now creating in, how does that feel different in the moment than it was prior to the sobriety? It feels good. I think a lot of people, artists especially, are worried that they're never going to make work again if they get sober um, because they think it like unleashes this like insane creativity within them. And mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely got me out of my own head a lot. But now I would say, I would say two things. One, I don't 
like since I'm sober, that really has forced me to like get a therapist and deal with all the reasons that I needed to be high all the time. Mm. So now I have a healthier headspace that I don't necessarily need to escape from. And also, I will just say pragmatically, I was actually thinking on the way over here and laughing to myself that when I would get super high, my hearing was really bad. (laughs) So it's like, honestly, just like, yeah, physiologically, it's it's a lot better. My hearing is better. (laughs) It's been a positive experience. I highly recommend it to anyone who's who's thinking of of at least even just taking like a month or two off. What's to be done on my bus ride home when I'm out of control like a dog without a bone and all I got are other love souls by my side. Ah, I don't think you get what I'm dealing with. I get sweats when I'm craving breath on my breast with a few at dreaming. I don't see any You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, Maggie Kubley. Her new EP is called Come Over. I want to give a, a shout out to the Ball State University Theater Department. Okay, Ball State. <laughs> Hi. Uh, you have a theater degree from there, I and do. and that is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, mm. as somebody who has also studied theater, I can tell. Okay, you are right, also okay. <laughs> a theater kid. There are stories on this EP that, um, and once again, I want you to know that this is a compliment, but they seem like they're the kind of character-building songs yes. that you hear uh, deep in Act One. Yes. That advance the storyline and let you know the hidden motives of somebody that you thought one thing about and is about to do some wild stuff in Act Two. <laughs> Am I wrong about that? You're 100% <laughs> right. I take that as a compliment. I, I did get a theater degree, and so I think when I started writing music, a lot of feedback I got was like, it's really musical theatery, And it was like, for a while, just like a thorn in my side, like, oh, that's so embarrassing. I want to be a cool musician, you know? <laughs> you so can be both. Embarrassing, yeah. And then eventually I was like, turns out like... Okay, if you're telling me that I'm writing songs that have a great arc and, you know, they have a story to it or whatever, or the music sounds, you know, I was like, great, I'll take it. You know, mm-hmm. I think I've really learned to to embrace that. It's theater nerd forever. Yeah, it's on the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum of skirt, skirt. Like, yeah. you know, we, there's room for everybody in this game. Yeah, I think I fall victim, though, to I'm such a... Um, comparison person where I have things that I love and then if I'm nothing like that I must be terrible and I think that it's like I'm constantly checking myself to be like there are lots of things that are great like just because this thing is great and you don't sound anything like that doesn't mean that you know you can't also like your own work and it it turn you know it also I'm just like I don't like feeling because then I'm like, you know, then you get jealous. I don't like feeling that way towards other people. Mm-hmm. I just, I want to be a person who's genuinely happy for other people. And I think, especially, you know, in music, I don't even want to say it's so competitive. It's just so, um, it's a lot easier for everybody to get their stuff out there and do their thing that you're just like, you're like, how can I rise above the rest? And it's like, no, how can you be part of a community and support the rest? Like, 
y'all are going to rise together. Like, there's no need to be, like, uh, so cutthroat about it. Yeah. And especially in a city like Chicago, where there's so much talent and everyone is so collaborative yeah. and so supportive of one another. Yeah. That leads me to ask who uh, you've chosen to work with on this album. Because, uh, you know, like I said, it, it has a lot of, of arc. It has a lot of character. But it slaps. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> Love that it slaps. So I wrote all this music and then I worked with, um, he actually doesn't live here anymore, but his name is Johnny Cosmic. And he is a really uh, neat person. He's like um, someone who is so devoted to music and so devoted to making and recording uh, music. He has such an insane amount of patience and intuitiveness when it came to working with me. He was just like, yeah, I see this. I, I, I can see what this could be. And, and you know, it's so it's so cool to have had somebody from the very beginning be like, yeah, this will be, let's do this. This will yeah. be good. Because especially when I was really actively engaged in Celine Neon, there was a part of me that was like, this work is so different from that in many ways. And I was just focusing on how, like, it was just me. It wasn't as, like, bright and poppy and blah. I was like, no one's going to want to listen to this or whatever. And it was just nice to have somebody there that was like, no, I think this is worth Let's Let's go, go ahead and go through with this. It's the kind of music that wants you to get up and move. But the lyrics are so great that you find yourself, like... Like shoulder moving and active listening at the same time. And sometimes I forget this is the radio and no one can see. You can't see, but we've got some great shoulder moving going on right now. And I I imagine that after a few more listens and I'm able to like settle into the groove and just like let go physically, that I'll just be just bopping. Great. Bopping. Yeah. Was that the intention? Yeah, I think so. I think that's always my intention is to kind of... uh, explore intense or even sometimes uh, painful situations lyrically and then bring in sort of a joyful aspect uh, to them as well when it comes to the music and like we all go through stuff let's just like let's make it slap and you ruined it for me you ruined it for everyone but you know I don't mind I never did I can't stop I can't run oh if heaven's not all that you hope for disappointing at most come to me in the darkness I'll make love to your ghost we get it on all my dreams and so it seems that you still turn my gears after this is Vocalo I'm Jill Hopkins you're listening to my conversation with Maggie Kubli Your new EP is called Come Over. You are putting on a show at the Steppenwolf. Can we talk about the Lookout series that they're putting on and Um, and your place in it? Yeah. I mean, their Lookout series is incredible. There's so many amazing artists that go through there. Um, They have a full lineup on their website. And it's just, I mean, I want to go to every single one. It's so incredible. Um, So I was actually approached by one of their producers to see if you know, Celine Neon had anything coming out. And I was like, well, no, but Mm -hmm. uh, they're amazing over there. I'm going to be doing an EP release show on April 19th and 20th. And Mm -hmm. I'm putting that theater degree to work. It's going to be, it's songs, it's stories, it's stand-up, it's um, some, you know, projections, some videos, all uh, kind of... uh, 
put together by yours truly. I want the experience to feel theatrical. You know, it's not just like a concert where you show up and listen. Like, mm-hmm. I've always been interested in how I can combine my love of, like, storytelling and acting with my music besides writing a musical. I'm still trying to figure out how I can combine that all into, like, a solo performance situation. So we'll see. We'll see what the rest of the year brings. I want to get uh, the info uh, to people because uh, they should hear this music. MaggieKubley.com is where you can go to cop all the information and uh, the EP. That's Instagram is at M-K-O-O-B-Z and Twitter is at M-K-0-0-B-Z. Maggie, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. 